What if you quit dieting? Have you ever thought about it? What's the first thing that comes to mind? For me, it was how could I possibly quit dieting? I mean, that's crazy. What would people think? What would they say? And what the heck would I do instead? I'll get to all that in just a minute. Join me to talk about transitioning from dedicated dieter to doubting dieter. Hi, I'm Betsy Cook Spear, ex-yo-yo dieter turned healthy lifestyle podcaster, guru, and author of 527 Things to Do Before You Diet. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the knowledge, and motivation to make the important changes that I needed to get to this place. But fast forward past many failed attempts at living a feel-good, healthy life, and you'll see the message and the info I share today that changes lives. I created this online Gal With No Diet podcast to give you the knowledge along with simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. So if you want to live a healthy, feel-good life without diets and create a life you love, then you are in the right place. So let's get started. Hi, and thanks for joining me. I'm so psyched that you're here. This is a big question. This is a question that maybe a lot of people have never asked because they never thought it was an option. But the question again is, so what if you quit dieting? Raise your hand in your own little home by yourself, or if you're on the bus or you're in your car, raise your hand if you've ever thought about quitting dieting. I ask women this question a lot. Have you considered dieting, the quitting of dieting? I get varied responses. You know, on Zoom, when I was doing a lot of Zoom calls, I I can still make out the wide-eyed look that women would give me as if to ask, are you insane? I mean, it's not so surprising because honestly, I felt the same way. Quit dieting. Wait, no one told me that was an option. So in this podcast, I'm going to tell you not to go cold turkey, I'm going to prepare you instead for the transformation to go from dedicated dieter to doubting dieter. I mean, it's just, this is transition time. If it's a new idea for you, I want you to take it on board. Think about it. Try it out. See how that feels. I want to plant the seed for you to think about the possibilities beyond dieting. Because if you're like me, dieting for decades, that's one big old habit to break needs to be done in stages, needs to be done carefully, and needs to be done in a way that you're comfortable with it and you're fully on board. Yeah, yeah, I know. Total anarchy. I'll share what it meant to me to quit dieting and share how other women have felt and what they've experienced from being shunned from diet groups, being concerned about upsetting the apple cart to moving on to a healthy relationships with their bodies and food. And as you may already know, I believe in actioning the things we talk about. So if you wait till the end, I'll give you the link for the free download to map out your own pros and cons. This download is designed to help you raise your awareness of how much dieting affects your life, your mindset, your ability to tackle other challenges. It's a huge first step in quitting diets, just raising awareness. So this download will be super helpful. Also, in some of my posts and blogs, I've done a kind of a soft sell on my thought about quitting dieting and sharing my own experience and my why and how I did it. And I haven't been that forceful. And of course, I can't make anyone change. I can't make you care about something you don't care about. I can't make you adopt new habits if you don't want to adopt new habits. I mean, you have to decide to do it and make that change yourself. And you know that. I'm just hoping that different types of messages will eventually get through. Because I've been sharing in a way, it's more like, this is what I think. Why don't you think about it too? And it's been very gentle and 
nice and friendly and soft. And I'm not going to get mean or anything. But you know, if nothing else during the pandemic, I've learned that it's okay to feel emotional, to get sad, even angry and pissed off about something. And dieting is an issue that makes me sad, angry and pissed off on many levels, mostly because it's been force fed to us. No pun intended. (laughs) Sorry about that. I mean, we want to be good humans. We try hard to be good humans. And I'm here to tell you that being a good human doesn't mean you have to diet or look a certain way. Got it? I mean, lots of us women are taught we have to be people pleasers, caring what others think, and that we should put what they want and need ahead of our wants and needs. Plus, we have to look good doing it. I mean, that's our legacy and our burden. Yeah? Well, who says so? Who made the rules? They weren't right. Let's talk about that. Okay, when I was 11, I was with my mother at the doctor, just having a general checkup. And the doctor, middle-aged, white male, kneels down beside me, and he's, he's just checking my posture and whatever. And then he, his eyes settle on my thighs, and he looks at my thighs. I'm 11. He looks at my thighs, and then he looks up at my mother. And I can still remember the tone of his voice and the, the concerned look on his face. It was like, you're going to have to keep an eye on these thighs. I was 11. A doctor did that to me because from then on, in every relationship, every outing in a bathing suit, every anytime thighs came into play, I've thought about my doctor saying I had to be concerned about my thighs. What a shitty thing to do to a kid. Pardon my French. I mean, that pisses you off. Ah! And then there are the companies that act concerned about us, right? They Some have moved away from their heavy, heavy diet push. Instead, they've manipulated their message so it sounds like it's sincere and well-meaning. But, 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 the basic message is still telling you that you're only going to be a good human if you control your body weight. You listen to them. Hey, we'll help you look the way the world expects you to look. Stick with us, stick with the norm to fit in to be acceptable to others' eyes. You know, they're talking to you as if you don't have a clue what's best for your body. But of course, they are telling you that they do, so listen to them. I mean, the saddest part about that is that part of that may be true in that the part about you not knowing what's best for you anymore. I mean, and who could blame you when society bombards you with messages of inadequacy based on how you look? And that, of course, you need help. You couldn't possibly know how to feed yourself the right things. Well, you don't need their help. Remember I said you don't need to diet or look a certain way to be a good human? Well, it's worth repeating. But that's not even the point. I mean, the point is that we're missing the point. The diets and their goal of denying ourselves for the purpose of reaching an arbitrarily set norm, it's unhealthy, it's ridiculous, it's dangerous. And the worst part is that Not only do the companies do it to us or the doctors, we do it to each other. We keep that message moving around and keep that conversation going and keeping it on the table and being something that's important about being a woman is being on diets when that isn't true. I was listening to a great podcast the other day by Glennon Doyle, who I I just think she's amazing. And she was talking about the body and dieting and how the whole diet culture makes us feel negative about our bodies. And her her message was similar to mine in terms of that she encouraged us to reject what is arbitrarily been called the norm. And she went on to say, and I love this, that the body is not our masterpiece, meaning how we look, how we present our body to the world is not what it's about and not what it should be about. 
Instead, it should be that our body is our paintbrush. Our body is what we use to do what we want to do in this world, not how we look. It's how we feel, what we do, what we give to others that makes us feel alive. That's how we should be using our bodies as the paintbrush to, to create this amazing life. Going back to when I'm talking with other people about this, I get pushback from women all the time. A lot of it is just a gut reaction. Oh my God, what would I do if I didn't diet? Some of it is I'm overweight. People will judge me if I'm not dieting and I'm overweight. I, I, and then others too. And this was, I was, did this a lot. I can't do that until I lose this weight. Like, can't do what? Can't go for a new job. Can't put your name online to go start dating. Can't read a book. Can't, what can't you do? until you lose this weight. You know, unless it's risking your health and that's a whole nother issue and doctors should be consulted for that. Using it as an excuse not to do other things is really easy. And um, I'm as guilty as the rest of anybody else is doing that. I used to do that a lot. After 30 years of dieting, of diet hell, of beating myself up about feeling bad about eating, that's when I realized that diets were central to my problem. They were actually, as I say, a crutch, an excuse. And it made me not tackle the hard things, the harder things, the things actually that I really wanted to do. But I was only, I was afraid. I used weight as an excuse. But life is too good. There are too many great things to fill your brain with instead of the dieting message of you being bad if you eat bad food. That message that repeats over and over and over in your brain. So when I started thinking about not dieting, I felt fear, sure, and I had some trepidation. It it was the unknown. But on the flip side, I felt excitement. I felt powerful. And I'm going to share a few more of my pros and cons in a second and tell you how to get a free download at the end of this podcast that'll help you get your pros and cons down and and really raise your awareness. I mean, this is huge. This is life-changing huge. Before we get to the pros and cons, though, I want you to think about and picture your diet life. What does that look like? I ask this because using the word life, diet life, signifies that diets have possibly taken over your entire life. They have a life of their own. They're crowding out all the other things, like we said, and they, and they also cause the fear. So do you want diets to be in your life for the rest of your life? How many of you want diets to be in your life for the rest of your life? Because they can be. I mean, you you can choose. You could choose to diet for the next whatever number of decades you want to. And that could have been me too, but I rejected them. And this brings me to another point. Who am I to reject diets when such a huge percentage of the world is dieting and doctors tell us to diet and companies, millions of companies tell us to diet? What if the world is wrong? Step back again and think about your diet life. What does it look like? Does it include calorie counting, weigh-ins, virtual or otherwise? Are you on forums lamenting your miserable diet failures? Are you in chat rooms that reinforce the idea of value through weight loss? Are you measuring yourself regularly? All of these take time. And not only physical seconds, minutes, hours, sometimes they take mental time. They take a ton of mental space. They pour negativity all over the place, sometimes making you already feel like a failure before you start your day. What if the world is wrong? Think about it. This is the same world that gave us jarts and plastic straws. They were the norm at one point and highly accepted. Then there was, thank goodness, the get rid of plastic straws revolution, and they're gone for the most part. And so are jarts, thank God. Jarts. If you don't know what they were, I'll tell you. They they were very pointy metal 
weighted arrows that you throw up in the air. This was a kid's game, hoping that these pointy arrows landed in a circle. But you know, it was all fun and games till someone got a jart in their head. Thank goodness, as I said, they're off the market. Straws are gone too. So we thought that world was right, but it wasn't right. Diets could be wrong too. So let's get down to the pros and cons. Yours could be completely different when you do the download. But again, the whole idea is to raise awareness of how diets affect you on a day-to-day basis. So I'll start with the cons. So say you give up dieting. A con might be fear, and fear on for many different reasons. If you think that you'd feel fear, give me a yes, I will feel fear. The fear that I had was that I was worried that I'd have a free-for-all. Because, gosh, if all of a sudden I wasn't always telling myself I couldn't have something, then, then I'd just eat it and eat it and eat it. Well, what happened instead was, once I decided, okay, if I'm hungry and I want that, I'm going to eat it. If I want some chocolate, I'm going to have some chocolate. And all of a sudden, all that tension and all that focus on what I shouldn't have made me relax about food. I'm here to tell you, there was no free-for-all. So con number three Get pushback from uh, those around you because you're rejecting the norm. And yes, this could be true con. You may feel like you're rejecting the norm and those people around you who you're in forums with or you work with or are, you know, live with may feel like you're attacking their lifestyle. You're rejecting their lifestyle might feel like you're rejecting them. There are times that it's smart to tread lightly. If you are making changes, and I've got a great blog about it, it's called To Share or Not to Share. Looks at what happens when we tell people what our plans are to go and do something that we're excited about, but they might not have the same feelings about what your goal is. The thing is that if there are people that reject you, this is number four, like losing friends or losing comfort with people who you love. First of all, if it's friends and they reject you because you stop dieting, and choose a healthy lifestyle that's different, and they aren't friendly to you, then that's their problem. That's not your problem. And it shouldn't affect what you go forward and do for yourself in a healthy manner. This is your plan. This is your way forward to make you happier. Number five in the cons is changing habits is hard. Change is hard because the brain takes the path of least resistance. When you try to change, you're leaving behind the known. And sometimes even how unhappy, how uncomfortable, how unhealthy a lifestyle you've gotten into because of diets, it's a known and it's a comfort. And that's why it's really, really, really important to be highly aware and have a plan in place, which will I'll point you in the right directions for some tools. But you know what would have been harder for me? Not giving up diets. I mean, this part of my this is part of my truth and what got me here. And I've shared it in other podcasts and on my website, but dieting had taken me to a very dark place. And I'd reached the lowest of the low and had my very own Groundhog Day. You know, I mentioned waking up in the morning, feel like you're already a failure. Well, that's how I felt every day when I woke up and every night when I went to bed. It took me getting to my lowest of the low to finally make the change of quitting dieting or diet ditching. No matter what it takes, sometimes you just know you got to do it change those habits, even though it's hard. So in the pro column, yay, you're rejecting negativity. You're giving up the suppression, the feelings that you know, you know, I can't do, I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not going to, I can't eat that bad thing, that thing that's bad because then I'm bad. And 
You're going to be in the positive because you're rejecting the negativity. Number two, have food freedom. When you're hungry, it's the best feeling. And if you haven't already been on the food freedom trail, you'll understand that you start to trust your body. You start to listen to it because you find out that, oh, wait, I'm hungry. I should eat. Number three, you could save money because you're not paying for special kits, foods, groups, whatever you might have. Number four, you're going to feel the power, the power of choosing a positive way of life going forward, that you have a choice. You made a choice to give up diets and go for positivity. And again, that's a very, very powerful feeling. Number five, you're going to gain energy because you're giving your body what it needs when it needs it. And number six, and this is one I absolutely love, is you're going to learn to trust yourself and your body. Our bodies are designed to be great and do well by us. They're designed to help us get the food in our body that we need to have the energy and the positivity. Number seven, you know, finding everything seems lighter, brighter, more open, and you freed up all that brain space, kicked out the negative to bring in all the positive. You can find all new healthy habits, and I've got some great blogs and podcasts on that. And you're going to stop letting someone else tell you how you should look. You get to decide. You're perfect just the way you are. Remember, Glennon Doyle, you're the paintbrush crafting this amazing life that's beautiful and open and free from criticism about how you look. How about it? Are you ready to entertain the thought that the world is wrong about diets, that diets are like plastic straws, bad for the world, bad for you? If you're ready to go, to think about going from dedicated dieter to doubting dieter, you're going to need a plan. And the best way to make a change, a major change, as I said, is to have a plan that are going to help make this transformation an easy and positive one. I don't recommend doing it on your own, but I've got plenty of free downloads and information. I've even put together a diet ditch checklist that you can get from my homepage at BetsyCookSpear.com. There's also blogs on energy revving foods. So go to my website, BetsyCookSpear.com. Have a look around, subscribe to my podcast or my newsletter. So you're, you're alerted each time I release a new one. So let's wrap up. I explained how I got here. We talked about the pros and cons of giving up diets, that the world is wrong. Think plastic straws, jarts, and diets. And make sure you grab your own copy of the free download so you can start writing down your own pros and cons. Get it by going to BetsyCookSpear.com forward slash Doubting Diets. BetsyCookSpear.com forward slash Doubting Diets. I'm so glad you joined me today. I can't wait to see you next time and bye for now. Bye for now.